2: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
0: Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use
2: code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code
3: ACAST. Hey there, I'm Ryan. I'm Will. And I'm Ivan. And tonight, we review The Apprentice... This is the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. Welcome to episode 5 of It's Just a Game. You're fired. Hello and welcome to episode five of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. Joining me like every week is Wolf. Hello Wilf, how have you been?
1: Hello. Life's been good man. I'm good. I'm just like doing life basically and living half of the dream.
3: <laughs> yeah, no half of the dream. And as you can tell by the audio, Wolf was actually calling us from Afghanistan, right? Now. <laughs> What's it like on the ground there, Wilf? Also joining me tonight, you've heard him, is Ivan. Hello, Ivan. How have you been? I've been so good. I've
2: been up in Harrogate at Aircon playing board games with my friendly nerds and it's been such fun. And here I am now to talk about The Apprentice, which is
1: less fun. Oh my God. Excuse me. Ivan, are you the guy that designed a snake bottle that looks like a bath... (laughs) a (sighs) bathwater? You're
2: that right? Yeah, no, I did. It's it's like it, it could be a child's shower gel, or it or it could it's
1: be. It, it's it's... That's it. It's anti venom, isn't
2: it? That's the one. <laughs> it made me think of when you guys were kids. Did you have the toy called Mighty Max?
0: Because I had
2: a toy called Mighty Max and it was like, it looked like a little coiled cobra, but when you lifted up the neck and then lifted up the snake, inside was like a kind of cool, like, Indiana Jones temple. And I was like, they were making the little bottle. I know we've gone ahead to episode eight or whatever. They were making the little stupid bottle and I was like, it's Mighty Max. And then of course everyone was like, yeah, it looks like a child's toy. And to be fair
1: it looks like it looks like a water bottle it reminded me of like you see a water bottle at school like that's what it reminded me of. it's the worst thing ever I don't know why they except eat, it's they filled
3: eat. with a highly corrosive green dye that will kill you <laughs> oh okay guys we'll get to this we're I'm getting so... ahead of ourselves let's hit the background if you're just joining us this podcast is all about reality games we're here to talk about strategies review the funniest moments and gossip over the most iconic bits of your favourite reality TV shows and tonight we're taking on a classic. You can guess by the fact we're all wearing ties, we're talking about The Apprentice. As always, be warned, we're entering a spoiler zone. If you haven't seen episodes 1 to 10 of The Apprentice, go away, come back when you've done it, or don't do it. I can't really tell you what to do, and honestly, I don't give a shit. If you have seen the episodes, stay here, sit down, and get ready for a great episode. I don't like this new heel, Ryan. I think you need
2: to just like be a bit nicer to the audience. You know, they're 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 very nice. There are there are loyal okay. fans. Okay, sit down.
3: Them, like, okay, you... Daddy, sit down. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the episode, you'll get spoiled. <laughs> I actually f-
2: I find that more threatening, weirdly. So I think go back to being the, go back to being What you have, whatever you were before.
3: <laughs> okay. Bottom line is, watch your fucking apprentice and shut up.
2: Okay. okay. I, this is just so aggressive. I mean, could we just go somewhere between the two?
3: Could you please? No, 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 I I, I can't. I'm out. Right. Okay, guys. Like, there's probably a lot to say. But what I want to say for starters is, Ivan Wolf, you're not regular watchers of The Apprentice. I'm addicted to that show. I've been watching it for years. I was almost on the show in 2020. So I'm a big fan. But you guys haven't seen it for a while. So what's your first stake? Like, Wolf, let's start with you. The Apprentice. How have you found it this year? so
1: i've been on so i've been on and off the apprentice for years so like i think i probably watched like five series altogether but it's been like big gaps between like my favorite like i'll tell you so far what i've seen nobody can get close to tom skinner i think he was the best person that's ever been on the apprentice i love what a legend he's a legend yeah but this one At the moment, I I would say it's from comic value. (laughs) Like, it's it's actually quite entertaining. That's not a
3: compliment for a business competition. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine you're having a meeting with your boss and they're like, you're having your appraisal and they're like, look so yeah the past year you've done like yeah the work well it delivered great comedic value
2: <laughs> you're definitely losing not, your job let's be clear here this is not business like, when I used to watch the show back in you know the 90s or whenever it started it was like okay you've got to I don't know design and sell a greetings card and now it's like alright you've got to build and sell a house you've got two hours get on with it it's, like, <laughs> <you've got> to... <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous like it's just it's, it's every, competi- it's every competition then, rather than you, to one.
1: Do, you have to design the bricks you're going to use to make exactly. sure they fit. You've got to putty. design a new type of brick. You
2: have silly putty. Go. And it's like, like okay, you've got to do an advert. You're also acting in it, just starring in it, you're <laughs> drawing I, 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 I,
1: it. Wait, 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 I've got it. So it's like, you've got to build a house, you've got to build the bricks and any bricks left over, you have to sell in the street. <laughs> <laughs>
3: to... I was really afraid with what you were going to say with what we're doing with these bricks unused. Oh, sorry, and if you man. can't
2: sell the bricks, you've got to eat the bricks in half an hour and then you've got to make a special condiment to sell with the bricks to get the bricks down. And at the end of the week, one of you will be dead. You'll be like,
1: Actually, this brick, hi guys, we're just selling this brick. As you can see, it's a really nice brick and if you want, it's an extra pound, we'll put some cement and sprinkle out on top for you!
2: I just, but like, in all seriousness, it infuriates me watching this show, and like I'm willing to talk about it for as long as this episode is, Ryan, and no longer. Because the producers set it up in such a way that success is completely impossible. You know, I'm not even joking about the build a house and sell it thing, because it may as well be that. If they're in business, why the hell are they acting in a giraffe cartoon? if they're acting in a giraffe cartoon why are they designing skincare products from the chemical level it makes no sense i know be a chef on a yacht in a storm why that's no business that's triangle of sadness the oscar nominated movie from 2023 it makes no
1: sense it's brilliant though i love that it's literally just like it's I, i can't even put it into words it's literally like you, you'd pay people to do this stuff for you. You'd pay an actor to come in and act. You would be like,
0: oh, I'm, your <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: I'm in business." <laughs> I used to like it and I think I like it for the fact is like I can do everything better than every single person. In it. Yeah. Like, I'm just like I could do that better. So
2: But I think that's yeah, the, the hate watch is why they make it, why it's still going on. They hire terrible candidates and give them impossible tasks. And that's all it is. And I think in the end it's not a business documentary. You're destined to fail. And the only people you like are the ones who haven't made terrible mistakes. Like I like probably half a person in the entire show and it's simply because I can't well, yet. You know think what?
3: Of it. I- I'm going to ask you about who's your least favorite in a second, but in that case, who's your favorite, Ivan? Who did you like? Uh, I liked half of Megan. The top half of the bottom half.
2: It, no, the inside. <laughs> no, the inside is. Oh, okay. No, it's not. She
1: doesn't swing <laughs> no. that way, by the way, no, Ivan. Just like, so you sexual know. Sexual <laughs> Insin- No.
2: Okay. Fine then. No, then the outside, I don't know, the the, the person, I, the, the the brain, I like, I, oh, God, okay, right, you know what I'm trying to say, it's really hard to like someone when they focus the entire edit of the episode on the ones who muck up all the time. Mm. There's nothing, you, there's no redeeming feature to anyone, because if there is, it's gone from the edit. You can just see anyone's clever idea being sucked out like a hoover. <laughs> is that the son of the
3: edit?
1: <laughs> yeah. But I don't understand why when somebody says something right, it's like, they go, you've got five minutes now. And they're like, I don't understand where they get the five minutes from. And sometimes yeah. see it seems so much shorter than the other other t- other people. So it's like, yeah. s- some people are like making this perfume for like two hours. And the other one's like, you've got five minutes, go. Like,
2: Both yeah, minutes to design an app. It's like apps <laughs> take three years and many tens of thousands of pounds. Not some doofus with a paint, just like blobbing random bobs of paint to make a tattoo <laughs> that looks like a six-year-old
1: Imagine, like, being a person, right?
3: No, can't do it. No, I can't. It. I can't be a person. No.
1: Imagine being somebody, though, who works for, like, John Lewis or something, and these, like, pitch the ideas to you. You are literally... I can't think of any product that I've ever seen on The Apprentice that someone has made that I think anyone would actually buy. But
3: you know what? I... I don't think the John Lewis people are any smarter than this because you look at episode 10 and they're doing dog food and this girl from Waitrose, which is the same as John Lewis, this girl from Waitrose tells them, but why are you pretending a dog, like why are you saying that it's like made for dogs, made by dogs? Are you pretending a dog made the food? You're lying to customers. (laughs) No, like Karen, for fuck's sake, do you think a dog made the food? It's, It's advertising.
1: Actually, we make the dog chew it and we make it throw it up into a yeah. tin. It
2: he he looked said like it. that. I, I was going to say, there was actually one product, and it wasn't even the product they made. This was back in series three of The Apprentice, and I do think about this quite often, and it's the emergency biscuit, right? Now, they never even made it. It wasn't, it wasn't even... <laughs> It wasn't even the winning idea. On so, the...
3: Uh, what's the concept?
2: It's well, t- give me a second, I'll tell you. So the thing is, it wasn't even the biscuit they made. They made some stupid like half and half chocolate thing. The emergency biscuit, the idea is, it's the biscuit you've got in your pocket in a special wrapper that you get out when you're like in an emergency to have a little chomp. So it'd be like high fiber, <laughs> high carbohydrate. Maybe it's also a flotation device. Blow on it, it's a whistle. I don't know, just the emergency <laughs> biscuit. And I just really like the idea of being like, oh my God, I'm stuck on a glacier. My, my ship's sunk. All my friends are dead.
1: Fuck.
2: <laughs> Everything's going to be fine.
1: <laughs> Imagine the advert. It'd be an amazing advert to make. Did they make an advert for it?
2: No, because they never made the product. It was the second best idea on the team. And I was like, no, emergency
3: biscuits. <laughs> they have made an advert. I don't know if you've seen uh, the guidance. What to do in kids are in an attack. Run, hide, seek emergency biscuits. <laughs> 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 If you see something... See it, say it. Biscuit. Emergency biscuit. <laughs> biscuit. Oh, <laughs> see it,
0: see say it. it. Biscuit is amazing. That's the best see thing it. you've
2: ever said, Ryan. <laughs> see it, say it. Say biscuit. it,
1: biscuit. 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 <laughs> biscuit. <See> it, say <laughs> it, biscuit. <laughs> no, listen. I'm going to tell you my favourite.
2: Oh, sorry, Will. Actually, I hate to interrupt you, Will, but what was your favourite?
1: My favourite person is, from the current series, is... I, so, um, Will,
3: before the guy I interrupt just ask you, who's your favourite? Will, favorite. I would <laughs> love to know. I would actually love to know your favourite. Can we ask you about your favourite, by the way? Is he the one who disappeared? He's oh, Rhys. Yeah, the guy Reece, who gets strong. I
1: liked Rhys. I thought he was quite intelligent and I thought he was quite optimistic.
3: And he loves a good party. Uh, yeah, apparently. So,
1: yeah, you, what was it? You told. Who, who said it in the chat? So,
3: according to some newspapers, and it's not confirmed, he allegedly got booted off the process without any explanation. He says, for medical reasons, uh, some production insiders say because he got shit-faced on the plane to Dubai and as soon as it landed, uh, producers were like, well, no, this is a BBC show. As we know on BBC shows, there are strict limits on alcohol and so you cannot stay in the process anymore. You're fired. So Wilf, okay, sure, sh- sure. Sh- 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 like, you like, you like Reese, but why?
1: Why do I like Reese? I just think that he's... What I've seen of him so far, he's the one that has a brain. <laughs> no, I thought he was quite... <laughs> Cool, and I thought, like, I like the task. You know the cartoon one, yeah? It was a terrible task in terrible videos, but he was like, really, really <laughs> into it, like, and getting them to act as bo- best as possible. And they didn't actually sound really bad, and he was the one who sort of navigated the process of the acting, which I liked, but that's his job, right? But
2: So that's not business, that's directing. Like, once yeah. again, that's, yeah, it's
3: just like... I mean, he, okay. he's like an actor, like acting guy. He's got it's, an it's, acting it's a, school or something. It's a business
1: documentary where no one can count. <laughs>
3: Not to reveal too many secrets, but I auditioned for The Apprentice a few years ago. I was wearing this exact same tie, and I was almost on the show. I made it through every stage. And so one of the big stages of audition is they make you come up with a business plan for a pub and slaw, of all places. Sorry, and... sorry, sorry. Hang on. Oh, please. Now, I know you are from France, Ryan, but slaw
2: is not a place. Give it,
3: slough, give it a I, I just. Just, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I, it turned, I, 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 I was like, "Yeah, I'm just going to casually sleep this one in. Nobody will notice." It rhymes with cow, and slough. Whoa. There we go, lovely. So Fantastic. you open up, you like they like you come up with a plan to open a pub in slough. And my addition was with Akshay, who was on last year, and like he came up with the concept of opening up a shisha and slough uh, of, of all places, and you got to do, like, loads of numbers, like, loads of calculation and shit. Like, for, so for some reason... So they test that, they check that. For some reason, people like go on The Apprentice supposedly know how to add one-on-one. Yeah,
1: but they forget. For some reason, they just forget all the mathematics. Forget. They don't even try to work it out. They just stand there going... Are we... No, hang on. Are we
2: forgetting the fact they don't put the best candidates on the show, right? Because the best candidate isn't funny. They put some of the craziest candidates on whether they're good at business or bad at business they put the crazy ones on this is what we know it's just not to take away from those candidates they are brilliant entertainment they're not business candidates well some of them are but more than anything more importantly they're just completely bonkers actually
1: Fair. actually i don't I, I disagree with it ivan because <laughs> oh, some, somebody from peterborough yeah somebody from peterborough one and he has a plumbing business and he was his plumbing business is, was massive. And did you check your pipes? He cleaned my pipes. <laughs> and did he have sex with you? Direct <laughs> <laughs> so question. And did he have sex with you? Well actually I came in and he was... No, it doesn't matter. It's, it's and he Ryan. came
2: in. <laughs> right, right. No, come on. Ryan, tell us, please. Who's The public needs... The public deserves to know, Ryan. Who's your favourite character on the programme?
3: Nah, look, like, it's got to be Simba. This man is just, like, funny, competent, really solid out of business. He got robbed. He should have been in the final five. And, I, I mean, we'll get back to the fact that candidates in this process get robbed all the time by Lord Sugar. And we'll talk about Lord Sugar, but... Honestly, that was the biggest robbery. He should have been in the final five. The man was driven, smart, well, as smart as they get. Uh, like, he was good at business, and he was great at screaming at random ladies during the uh, that was immersive experience task. <laughs> the Stanford prison experiment. No, so look, honestly, he deserves to win. Yeah. But I guess it takes me to the next question, then. Now, who's your least favorite player? Will.
1: Is contempt my least Tension. favorite? Person, I can't remember his name. Is Abby? Abby. Abby. He. Abby. Uh, oh. Yeah, I think he's just really rude. I think sometimes, like even when he was talking to possible clients at the time, he was like being really rude, and they and it was the contortionist, I think it was, or the magician, one of them. And mm. they were like, I find it quite insulting. And then when he was outside, he's like, I don't mind about insulting people if I get what I want.
3: Yeah, and like, like he, he, he's quite funny, but sometimes the way he talks to people is like you're towing the line of, being funny and you're just being straight out misogynistic. The way he talks to Rochelle in some episodes, it's like, why have you got to be like that? That's just that is not a way to behave and, yourself and in business.
1: Like being told what to do, Eba. Like when he, she was like, can you put a little bit of more, a little bit less in there? He's like, no, I'm putting this amount. This is the amount I'm putting in. Do you remember? Her? More green. Yeah, more green. <laughs> Imagine they put more green
3: in there. <laughs> They're putting more green. It's just a tattoo at this point. A <laughs> oh. tattoo of a smudge.
2: I want a tattoo of a smudge. I've got. Just just the product. <laughs> 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 Ivan, who's your least favourite? My least favourite character from the series, and I don't know it's probably not the most annoying character, but it's t- I've got two words for you, friends. Greg Ebbs. Um I I, I oh have to
3: controversial.
2: S- well, I know he's a meme, I know he's funny. But he's clearly a Tory. Yeah, he's
1: clearly a Tory. He-
3: so I hate—I hate to tell it to you guys, but actually, he is a councillor, so we know which party he's registered oh, okay. with. Okay, go on then. Uh, and I can confirm to you—he's a Lib Dem. Okay, so he's a centrist. I mean, it's not that
2: much better. I think. <laughs> do you know who else? Do you I know? Do, hang on. <laughs> do you know who else was a was a, a Lib Dem campaigner in their early twenties?
3: Go on. Oh, I know. Yeah, obviously Liz Truss.
2: Liz Truss, exactly. Yeah. So oh, I mean, okay. it's. Uh, Lib Dem is basically a gateway to being a Tory when you're too embarrassed to be a Tory as a, as a, as a Tory. <laughs> Listen, no,
3: you're, you're listening to Politics with Ivan on BBC Radio 5 Live. We'll no. be back in just a second with our interview of Boris Johnson and the letters that beat least to us. See you in a bit.
2: I've got no reason to dislike him as a person, but the, the, the sort of person he represents made my childhood a misery. So I think I have a right to dislike him just because of that this is so serious <laughs> who has a really funny story about farts they want to say
1: <laughs> let, me la- let me light my farts on fire <laughs> <laughs> Ryan who's your least favourite character mate
3: oh that's tough but I'm going to go with Danny like, like Danny seems like a nice person I don't hate her she just should not be in this process at this stage she should have gone ages ago she's obviously like out of her depth she does not have the business competence, and she's responsible for ganging up against my favourite Simba and getting him fired in the last episode, in episode ten, because she wanted to make it to uh, to do interviews. and I I think she robbed Simba, so I'm quite annoyed at her.
1: It is a lot of it's not not about business. It is very it's tactical. People will will throw people under the bus. It's it's. It's great to watch, but at the same time, like Ivan says, it's very, it's not very business-like, is it? Like, Like, really? It's just about who...
3: But when you get to the final five, you want them to be good at business.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How much of business, though, is being able to argue in a boardroom? So maybe that is... I mean, yeah, we're here talking about competitive reality. The bit that's most like the traitors is actually the boardroom, despite the fact that it's all decided by one, you know, slightly racist man with a finger.
3: Um, and the oh, shape of oh. the table is <laughs> different. Yeah, that's true. The shape is different, and that's a big difference, to be honest. We've talked about our favourite and least favourite players in there. But beyond the players, the biggest player in the room has got to be Lord Sugar. Um, I know Lord Sugar is divisive, obviously, Um I mean if you read his tweets he's not the best person in the world he's not getting he's not going to get a nobel peace prize anytime soon um, but Ivan Uh, what's your take on Sugar? I know you may have opinions, go on.
2: I do, I've got opinions. I have no interest in him at all. Uh, He has been uh, demonstrably and ignorantly racist on Twitter plenty of times. He has been partisan, when, as we know, BBC contractors should apparently not be partisan. Um, He is... um, he's, He's very... He lacks any understanding or any viewpoint that isn't his own. He believes that he is the best sort of person Um, because of where he came from and what he's achieved and can't see any other way of being um, as viable but his. Uh, I find him entirely uh, unpleasant. And I think he is the British version of Donald Trump. And I think this it's a very similar thing where he's visibly a businessman. Doesn't mean he's a good one. Uh, I, 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 I don't like to watch him. I skip through him talking. I watch the tasks. I watch who goes home. I'm not interested in that man. I find him... He is the reason I don't watch this show,
3: to
1: be quite honest with you.
3: Well, what's your take on So, You
1: know what, I don't know enough about him to create a full opinion. All I can take, all I can sort of create is what I hear from other people. Does that make sense? So, like I don't follow him. One of the many things hmm.
2: he's done. He took a picture of the Cameroon football team during the World Cup and said, "I've seen these guys selling watches on beaches on Marbella."
1: No, he never. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's fucked <laughs> up, right? I mean, was it Cameroon? I think it, it was TV, Cameroon. Though? Yeah, exactly. Understand.
3: Well, let's, let's judge him by what actually happened on the show. Do you think Lord Sugar has fell on the show? Because my take on this is that he has completely lost it in the past few years. His decisions are not based on business anymore. And his rule. He's meant to be the arbiter of business, even if the rest of it around him is a TV show. He should be judging people based on business. But every time, every season, you regularly see decisions and you're like, you have clearly made the wrong decision.
2: I'm not sure how many of his decisions are actually his decisions. I mean. I'm pretty sure the producers have a pretty decent vibe In terms of who they want to get rid of Before the boardroom even starts
1: My, Me, I think business and TV is different And it's changed since the um, since this show actually began And I think Stephen Bartlett would be a better person Who's that? Because I love him
0: oh,
3: I, I despise, I do not, well I despise I do not like this man I no. like him
1: a lot man his, his podcasts are really good I find him really fake do you? I, think he's, I yeah. think he's a clever, clever businessman.
3: I, I hate this podcast. as like grindsets, motivation, BS. But like, ugh.
2: Business women? C- could they be considered?
3: They could be. The advisors, Karen. actually. Karen. She'd be great. She should be, she should oh, be the be. Oh, no. No. I feel like Karen is even more playing the game with the producers. She's always... Her comments are always widely inconsistent. Like, one time they'll be going into a negotiation and... um. And uh, then they'll be like, "Oh, hey, like uh, you should have negotiated this like more." And then the other times they're like, "You should have negotiated this less because you're insulting them." Like she's—you can never win with Karen, and I hate that for like with her, you just can't win. Remember, they're
2: just—they're just—they're just just saying a script. That's all they're doing.
3: Yeah, but see, for example, Tim. Tim is a fair advisor. Uh, He fulfills that role like quite quite fairly. Well, I think Tim could run this.
1: It's attractive she she is I and mean, yeah.
2: isn't that what business in the in have if That's we, if, we any, if we've learned anything from the last five of the last <laughs> three years of <laughs> the apprentice is that not what lord sugar looks for <laughs> <laughs> I have got. Well, I had an idea and now I think about it, this is already what it is. I was going to say why don't you get a group of people and just have the same group go on every reality show and see who wins. But actually, that's what The Apprentice is. Like, week two I don't know, design, make, and then eat a yoghurt. Like, it's just so that's, it <laughs> And eat, and eat Eat a yoghurt at the end, and then model a yoghurt, and then pitch a yoghurt to a man and then the man has to spit in your face and you have to not react. Like, it's actually, forget it, that's already The Apprentice. It's just everything Thing. Hey, hey, do you think you've got what it takes to be all of it? If, if so, <laughs> the <laughs> apprentice.
1: I don't understand why, where they get these decisions from as well. So, you know, like you're sitting there around a the table and then they go, someone goes, oh, we're going to do it about fashion. Yeah, I own a fashion business. And then someone goes, I'm an accountant. I want to be PM. And then they go, yeah, actually, you should be PM. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it never makes sense. <laughs> it never makes sense. No, they the, pick the PMs. The, the, the episode where. Um, you know the snake, what the, the the really bad skin the, skin the skin change cream cancer, so, yeah. changer, changer. He um he just went they sat at the table he went I'm I'm PM and they're like what are you talking about mate What <laughs> you
2: talking about? It. I was gonna say I bet in his head he was like this is gonna be so incisive they're gonna love this I'm gonna be PM and I've got a snake idea. <laughs> but
1: the thing is they pick like they're like yeah I'm gonna pick. <laughs> they go, I'm gonna pick. Men over their 50s. Because they
3: love ornaments! <laughs> <laughs> they love what? Ornaments! <laughs> they love ornaments! And then he designs a snake for five years old. <laughs> and
1: then he said, you know, they can put, what did he say? Yeah, people can put paper clips. Glib- <laughs> 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 i to do what? I'm gonna buy face cream. So I'm gonna buy now
2: I'm oh, just I need to use this face up face cream up so fast. I've got so many paper clips. Just slathering it on. Like.
3: <laughs> no, use yeah, more. Try. Use more. I've got so many paper clips. And that, that is how Shrek the movie started. Yeah. yeah, it's so like
1: some of it is just. Ridiculous, man. Like some of the stuff they come up with as well, like come out with, like, uh, just doesn't make sense.
3: Like well, okay, they, well, they
1: always make out they know their target audience, yeah, and they make so many bad pre consumptions. It's, oh, it's brilliant. Pre
2: consumptions?
1: Pre pre consumptions,
2: yeah. Pre consumptions, yeah. Pre consumptions, yeah. <laughs>
3: <pre-consumptions. laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, well, then the next question then is really what was your favorite task? Because all of them were what the actual fuck.
2: My my favorite task has to be the Dubai one because they took them to Dubai, they hired two different groups of corporate clients and they proceeded to try to kill them in two very separate ways. So half of them they took to the desert, re- refused to let them drink water and let them shrivel up like raisins in the sun. The other half they took on a boat, like sailed straight into a storm and then vomited on their plates and just fed them vomit. It was just it was the, it was the, honestly the best it was the best It was so good. It was like like triangle of sadness. It was so perfect. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. They almost killed them. I I kind of wish they had, because then it would have been a
3: perfect episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wilf, what was your favorite task?
1: The buns. You know the Chinese buns, yeah? I thought, I have no idea who teaches these people. They're apparently the business people, right? Nobody. And they go in there and they go yeah so we're gonna um, can we have 15 pound per bear bow and they're like <laughs> you can get four from waitrose for, for four pounds and they, and they don't think to say yeah but these are exclusive and they're going to be personalized like, they don't think any of that they go how about seven pounds <laughs> 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 but they drop half it's all the time they always drop straight half and i don't understand it But actually this is the thing with every episode, they start the whole
2: task by talking about pricing, before they've even made the product. Like what's the pricing based on? There's no bottom line, there's no 1.5 markup. It's just like, I don't know, a million pounds, 10 pounds, 100,000, I don't know, 20, 20 million. It's just like, there's nothing! They don't understand anything about anything. They're doing it in the wrong order. One person's pitching, while the other person's bloody designing it at the same time! It's so weird. They do market research after finishing and confirming the product!
3: The market research thing kills me! They do the market research every time after! And the best part is... What's it gonna do? It's just gonna make you feel bad before you pitch! If you're not
1: gonna it goes oh back God. to maps maths as well when the the buns, they're like yeah they said, like she genuinely believed they were gonna sell 400 buns as well anyway that is ridiculous anyway and then they go she goes so where's the 400 barbuns are oh, we only just, we only actually had time to make 120 I was like I imagine they tried <laughs> to make 400 buns with the amount of fish they actually had. Like, it's just ridiculous, man. And they, they like, got one crumb.
3: Yes. They ordered one kilo of fish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get two crumbs. Yeah, they just, rub, that- they just rub the fish on the valvon. That's all you get. <laughs> they take the whole fish rub and rub fish. it on the valvon. Uh. A rub
2: of fish. Also from that episode, just just while we're here, I wrote down a, qu- a quote from the great Greg Ebbs. He said oh, at the yeah. beginning of this episode, and I quote... All the guys have experience eating meat products in this particular field. His yes, his justification for choosing meat buns was that every single guy on that team had experience eating. meat. They always
3: have the worst justifications. It's like the task is about um, the task is about making immersive experiences. Oh well, I was immersed in water once, so uh, I should be PM. <laughs> was my favorite task oh my god the way the way that's that's how you know how bad they are at selling they are selling tickets to people on the street for like an immersive experience in prison but they forget to tell them that they're going to treat that it's an immersive experience they just tell them it's an experience they don't tell them they're going to be treated like prisoners and so you've got this poor old lady in she's just like what are you going to get shouted at and silver is just like shut up you bitch <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sit down! Hands on your head! <laughs> I, I was getting
3: a talk! <laughs> okay, well, I guess because this is still a podcast about strategy, my last question is, if you were to go on The Apprentice, how do you strategize in this game? How? What strategy would you use to maximize your chances to make it to the end and sucking Lord Trigger's dick is not an option?
2: Oh, damn. I was going to say that.
1: I, I- think it's a combination i think i'd be really good at the selling selling part of it so i would make sure that i'm always on that f- like consumer f- front basically so i'd do that but then also throw people under the bus who are clever because that seems to work the friend and
3: betray will ivan the king of strategy how do you strategize in this game
2: i think what i'd probably do is quit uh, on the first episode. Uh, and go home and not be on the Apprentice. But I not. I don't think there is strategy really. I think because even if you say, "Well, my strength is in sales," you know the producers are going to whisper in your ear, "You're on the yogurt team this week. You're making yogurt. How are you a flavouring yogurt? I'm terrible. You're doing the yogurt task." You know what I mean? Like the, you don't get to choose, unfortunately, because some some little little manipulator is going to push you onto the team where you're having to. Style a style a bow tie, and it's like there's no strategy really because what they do is they make you fail, and then Lord Sir Alan decides who failed the worst, and he gets it wrong. So you there's how do you strategize around that game?
1: You don't. It, it's hard, isn't it? And okay, I've got one for you, Ivan yes, and Ryan, because I if you could create a task, right? It can't be too ridiculous. One that they could actually use. What would you like it to be? What would you? What would be your cre- ta- created task if you was to create one?
2: Okay, I got it. Um, here we are at the Britain's biggest dairy farm. Now everyone knows they're always in an unrelated
3: that... place as well.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that cheese goes very well on bread. I want you to rebrand the humble bread. <laughs> You're going to have to take a slice of bread and put a new topping on top of it and then sell it. Why am I Michael Kane? She was only 16 I take this all back. I, 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 I dislike my idea profusely. Ryan, you go first. I'll come back.
3: Nope. I'm will taking your idea, it's too late. Uh, my oh. task would be... Um, you know what? Keep it simple. I would invite them to... Um, Give me random museum, the most random museum you can think of.
2: Uh, the The Horniman Museum.
3: We are the ornament museum where every year thousands of ornaments are exhibited. You know what rhymes with no, ornament? The... Tournament. Tournament. And that is why for this mission, you should design a new <laughs> European football competition to compete <laughs> with the UFA. Here we are on
2: the beach where everybody has ice cream. Nice is a word I would not use to describe dogs. So you're going to rebrand the humble dog. You must create a new breed of dog, breed it, and sell it to John Lewis.
3: <laughs> Next thing you know, we've got Simba and Megan trying to force your dog to shag to create a new breed. Uh, Wilf, what would you create? What would be your new task?
1: Here we are. This is my bedroom in my bedroom it's a place of love and passion so what i want you to do is to create a game that will make couples be more intimate with each other <laughs> like, i don't know why. i just want to, see well, what
3: to be fair there are it. rumors that two people on the cast this year shagged in the in the house so um you know avi and Shazia. uh oops oh just putting rumors out there
2: well, I was about really? to suggest we played my new recurring segment, which two contestants of <laughs> The Apprentice are having sex. But it looks like we already have the answer <laughs> That, that is
3: pure uh, speculation, but I think it's Avi and Shazia. If you had to guess two people on the show shagging, who would this be? I've got another two potentials. Lord Sir Alan and Greg Ebbs. <laughs> <laughs> and Wilf, who's your, who's your top shagger?
1: I. <laughs> Oh, the top sugar. I think it's the guy that the guy that got really drunk in Dubai and disappeared.
3: And. And. Therese. And.
1: And Rochelle. Is it Rochelle?
3: Yeah, Rochelle. Nah, I suspect I reckon it's uh, Megan and um, Megan and Simba. They had too much like chemistry in that uh, prison task. Well, a final question to leave us with today. There are five people in the final five, hence the name. Victoria, Rochelle, Megan, Marnie and Danny. If you had to pick one to win this year's Apprentice, who would you go for? Ivan.
2: So for, for me, it's a two horse race. I think Megan or Marnie will win. I think Megan's more normal. I think Marnie's made more mistakes, but it's quite charismatic and has a certain air to her because of her legal background. I think one of those two will win. It all depends on what their business model is, because you know one of them's come out going to come out with something really boring about NFTs. you will be like, "Oh, forget it." Whereas the other one's going to have something interesting to say.
1: Um, I think it's going to be Rochelle or who's the girl who does is it eyelashes or makeup, Victoria or something. I think Victoria and Rochelle. I think it'll be between them two, because I think Rochelle. Even though this, this series has, has had so many mistakes, what people have made, I think she's actually quite an intelligent woman. Um, and I think she does know what she's talking about. I think that other people who don't know what they're talk about, talking about always interrupt her and take over, and it ruins it. That's, that's my opinion so far, though, yeah.
3: Well, guys, pretty good debrief of uh, The Apprentice, a uh, pretty iconic show that uh, I trust Ivan will never watch again. Never. Never. And on that note, uh, that concludes our review of The Apprentice UK. Now, we're going to be back next week, but we won't be talking about The Apprentice. We're going to be talking about a brand new reality show created by the makers of The Traitors, Stuart Lambert, and dropping tonight at 9pm on Channel 4. It's called Rise and Fall, and it's a brand new social experiment. It's all about wealth and power and how it shapes the way we behave toward one another. And it's going to be be on for the the next three weeks uh, on Channel 4, and we'll be discussing all of this as it comes out um, but until then if you like this podcast subscribe to the podcast tell a friend about it give us five stars follow us on social media at it's just a on tiktok on instagram um and otherwise just send us love and we will send you love back thank you so much for tuning in i am ryan you can follow me on instagram at the gram of ryan
1: I am Will. You can follow me at Wilfred Webster Official on Instagram or just Wilfred Webster on TikTok.
2: And I'm Ivan and you can follow me at Ivan Brett on Most Stuff.
3: And from all of us here, the tie goes off and it's goodbye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.